Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away though. We would also advise you triple check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode. And if it's not for you, we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers, so make sure you read the book and don't say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the show. Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Girls Who Read Porn. Give me a moment. I was about to say pod. <laughs> You're here with Ola, who is me. G, hello. Hello, how are you? Hi. Yeah, you know, chipping away. No. Doing my thing. Betty? Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. No, my life's so boring. You ask me every uh, week and the same answer is, like, I'm fine. Yep. Okay. I do the same Fair thing enough. every week. Um. Yeah, you do. I'm getting a tattoo next Sunday. Are you? Are you getting yours finished? Yeah, I'm finishing off the. What? What? What does it need? How does it need to be finished? So I like it, but I just feel like I wanted to put a little bit of my culture into it. Mm -hmm. So um, next to the Z, I'm going to put a little palm tree because my little sister was born in Australia, and next to the A, I'm going to put a pine tree because my mum was born in Poland. Oh, that's nice. That is and sweet. then that's it. And it's literally the size of like a bee stick. Like and it's tiny. Underneath that, she's going to get the after quotes. <laughs> underneath that, I'm getting a wave. <laughs> Wait, don't a you wave. Get the after and then quote underneath that, I'm going to have, I fucking hate after. <laughs> Just get um, whatever souls are made of, hers and mine are not the same. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a bachelorette party last night and people were taking photos with like their engagement rings together. And I don't know why the fuck I'm on this podcast because I was gagging. <laughs> I was like, stop it. <laughs> no. They were like all three of them together with their engagement rings. And I'm like, why the fuck am I here? Yeah, I hate it this love gives me shit. A bit of a... Yeah. Why, we don't even love love. Everyone else loves love. And this is the week for love. It's Valentine's Day don't, this week. Don't put me in there. I'm a hopeless romantic. Oh. Uh, yeah, hopeless is the right word. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> but I don't feel like we're very, like, romantic people yet. We're talking about romantic books. We're I not, often wonder not romantic why we do this podcast. We're talking about sex. Yeah, but then they, like, end up together and stuff. Yeah, but that's, you know, like, the least interesting part of the book. That's the part of the book we just don't talk about. You always go, oh, Never. typical ending, they were happy. I know, and that's actually a problem because this is a romance podcast. I often think about the fact that why are we on a podcast? Yeah. Because I think, because if we were, like, three people that it liked love and we were talking about these books, everyone would be like, ugh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. All right. I chose a book this week, but to be frank, none of us had time to read. And so we chose a novella instead. And it is the dumbest fucking book I've ever read. And I love it. <laughs> and it is called. <laughs> but I was saying to the girls beforehand, at the beginning of the book, the author writes, this book is fucking stupid. So, you know, it's a stupid book. Like you're going in. Full, fully aware she doesn't think it's like a piece of literature that should be in libraries or some shit like it's not it's not Oliver Twist let's, <laughs> just, let's just go there it's more um like trashy Sopranos mm -hmm. <laughs> that's a good way to put it 
I know. I felt like that. Do you know? Do you know that somebody else told me that the mafia um, trend? They were like, "Oh my god, it's just you day to day," and I'm like, "I know. Oh, it's nice. just me." And I was thinking about you, babe. All right, I'll read some. So there isn't. This book is so shit that they didn't even write a blurb. So I found a blurb <laughs> that a um, that a um, uh, reader wrote. So the book is called Mafia Priest by Portia Larks. Um. So. Oh, do we want to rate it first? What do we do first? Do we rate it first? Oh, it's like a two. It's <laughs> a 12. Don't yeah. even fucking give it a two. It's a 55. It's a what? It's a 55. It is the best thing I've ever read. <laughs> no. Hands down. It's awful. I like, it's like, it, it, it wasn't great, but she knew it wasn't great. And that self-awareness yeah. has to like, I don't know. Like that's worth a lot, and also the fact that like it was only like eighty pages. I know. So I don't know what like my rating is like anywhere between like two and four, just depending on like what mind frame you come to it in. <laughs> Fair enough. I've never had to All slog right. through an eighty-page book before. What are you talking <laughs> about? Don't. Do you know what? That's it. I'm not fucking exchanging books ever again. I'm not doing any of that shit. Everyone is going to suffer through all my choices. <laughs> I'm done with I, this shit. I, the, re- the relief of not having to read the book we were originally going to. because I read five. I actually am really offended just, by that. Just, I'm not even kidding. That fucks me off because I love that book and you're hurting someone who I fucking love so much <laughs> and is my best friend in the whole world. It was a Don't start a podcast with them then. I don't think she has time for me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Father Salvatore is a made man turned priest. He's been attracted to mafia princess Bianca for two years. Bianca is just as obsessed with him as he is with her. They are fighting their attraction every week at confession. Finally, Bianca makes a move. Yeah. That literally covers it. Yeah, basically, that's kind of all that really happens. Favorite part? Um, probably just the sexual tension. Fair enough. Yeah. Look, I'll give her credit where credit's due. There was a lot of fucking shit packed into those eighty pages. There was not a second of breathing. Oh my god. It was like an entire storyline just condensed into 80 pages. Which I appreciate. That was going to be that this is like big book plot in 80 pages. Not like I. You know what? We've had small book plots in fucking 500 pages. Yeah. At least she knew what she needed to do. And she got it done. There was no fucking around. This could have been. Um, what's it called? The Loser's Duet should have been mm. 80 pages. Yeah. Oh my god. I had no idea what the characters looked like. I didn't know the plot, the surrounding, where they were half the time, but I did know a shit. what happened. Yeah. In which book? This one or the, <laughs> the this one. Or the Losers? I didn't. The, the, both, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. Um, I liked that when I did read it the first time, it was exactly what I needed because you don't actually have to think when yeah. you read it. You can just like plow through it and you're like, okay, cool. I got through something and it didn't make me feel any certain way. 
Like I just felt like I don't know if that's like a good thing. Are you kidding no, me? I had so many. Like, I didn't want to feel really, really sad or anything like that. That's what I mean. Like it just made me feel like I read a book. Cool. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I feel like I sound like such a bitch saying it, but like sometimes you just don't want to have aggressive emotions when reading. It was something. like a breathable book. Yeah. This book would be a Thank good like you. palate cleanser, I think. Yeah. No, it's a sorbet between the pasta and the seafood. Yeah, yeah. palate cleanser. Yeah. yeah. So like you just read something super fucked up and dark and you're like, my mind can't handle anything with any context right now. And then you read this and you're like, great. So I may like have a, lost a, really a couple of brain cells, but I'm good. When you're behind on your Goodreads yearly reading challenge. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. Shut up. Because <laughs> 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 I read it on the 30th of December. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are the shortest books where I don't have to think right now? What did we not like? Um, I don't like Daddy Kings. I oh, ooh, e. no, this you kind mean, of. You specifically don't like Daddy's little girl. Wah. Makes you cringe. Yeah. <laughs> I actually can't like. No, I love it. It was just like it was too much for me personally. I get, I get the appeal, right? I get like the concept mm. of like you know, like the provider, like the all being kind of like protector. But, like, I have a really good relationship with my father. <laughs> You're the only so one. the word, like, daddy in itself kind of, like, makes me skeeve a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I just, I couldn't get over the, like, the amount of times he said in an 80-page book, like, do you want a daddy? Like, you need a daddy? <laughs> like, this is what you want? Like, you want a daddy? And I was like, yeah, we get it. Like, fucking. Just really cold. reinforcing it. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Whenever Josh comes home, he screams, Daddy's home. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> it makes me laugh my fucking ass off every time. I My least favorite part was the, was the big book plot. I just feel like it would have been better if it was just, like, a lot simpler. There wasn't so many, like, mm. um, like, like, what's it called when there's, like, issues that they need to work through? Conflicts? Yeah, if there wasn't so many conflicts, if it was just like this a singular conflict, which was the fact that he was the priest, I think that would have been like enough. But then all of the family stuff that was brought in, and yeah, like the deeper went... appearance and like the betrayal of like I all know. of these things. How she went from fucking like just a random like daughter of a don to like being the don and killing everybody. Yeah. So I think it just yeah, it, w- it would have been better. I actually that. hated that scene. Fun. Now I remember it. Yeah. The wedding scene. That last scene where they just shoot everyone off. Yeah. Yeah. And she's I got a big, big daddy behind her. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> like, and also, like, what I didn't understand at all was, like, okay, so we're, like, working through this plot with, like, the convent, and then all of a sudden he has a half-sister? Who was she? I don't... Well, I think this is, like, part of a series called, like, Mafia Princesses. So I think they're going to do, like, the girl's little sister and, like, his little sister... But when did when did he get a sister? I missed that entire point part. Did you when... know, did you miss the entire part about how he was sent to like kill the woman that his father had impregnated, and instead he just helped her get out of the country and she gave birth? Oh yeah, I I yeah. remember that part. I just didn't connect yeah. it with that being his sister. I was like, what the who the fuck is this person? Well, but you need like to take notes while you read. 
Yeah. <laughs> you need like you need to like study. Yeah, the amount of times that G and I have been like, no, that's not right. Yeah. You've been like, this, they didn't explain it at all. We'd be like, no, there was there was like 40 <laughs> no, pages. Where they yeah, and then I always remember. There like, was at least 50 pages explaining the whole plot. But then I always remember like insignificant details. The worst. Yeah. yeah, you always remember like the little like skips and jumps that don't make sense. You'd be like, where did her underwear go? They never explained that. <laughs> but I, I fucking couldn't tell you the plot for the life of me. <laughs> Um, favorite sex scenes. Have you, you haven't done your least favorite part. Yeah, I didn't like that last scene. No, she's yeah. like, Stop, leave the room if you're this and this, and it's like shut yeah. up, just kill everyone. Yeah, it was a bit of a fuck, um, fuck the kids a big, and the, and big the wives. Just kill them all. Yeah, <laughs> who gives a shit? Just kill, kill them, them all. in front of their families. Exactly, like bro. Yeah, you got to create some kind of trauma on other people because one day one of those chicks is gonna stand up and kill the main bitch. Like you know. Yeah, set up for the future. Exactly. Um, favorite sex scene. I probably the first one, hands down. Yeah. yeah, just always the confessional. Yeah, because it wasn't even really like because they didn't even fuck. The in there. Yeah. You know, but, in the, but then, like, the first time they did fuck, it was, like, in her grandfather's office, and it was, like, really quick. And I was like, yeah. Why um, was it also very awkward. so big? I thought confessionals were, like, cupboard size. I think they were trying to push these it days, like a modern church. It's modern. But they I thought you're not like, meant to see well, like the a, priest when you give confession. Yeah, no, like, I think anymore. they just got away with that after a while, because, I mean, everybody knows, you know. Yeah. Um, but so if you go to Poland, like confessionals a, um, like a are tiny and the up. priest will never see you, even though he knows that like you probably fucked your brother or some shit and he has to pretend every single time like you walk out in the church, they will never let a priest see you during a confessional. Is it like, you know, like when you uh, work in healthcare and there's like disclosure policy where like, yeah, is there disclosure policy for the, for the priest? Like if I go in yeah, there and so- I say- there's a couple of things that a priest can tell the police, but everything else is sanctioned under. It, it'd like, be that have like an obligation laws. to inform for anything in which like you could be harmed or you could harm another person. Yeah, like in healthcare. Yeah, so if they've yeah. murdered someone, because it used to be during before the RICO trial, it used to be that a priest couldn't say anything, and so the a lot of the mobsters and shit in New York were confessing a lot of shit to priests who were holding all of this information and then getting money from the mobsters. Yeah. And so now, um, and then after that, during the RICO trial, they were like, well, this is wrong. And then they were also like withholding information about child things Yeah. in certain countries and whatever. So, yeah, no, now they have to tell the police. But it was mostly because of RICO. I don't know a lot about mob. You don't know anything about Rico? No. I don't know anything <gasps> about anything mob-related, quite honestly. No, I know neither. everything mob-related. Of course you do. Oh, yeah, I know. I actually don't I even understand the concept of a mob adult. Organized criminals? Yeah, I'm aware of what they are. But, like, if someone asked me to... Understand. If someone asked me to explain, like, the hierarchy of the mob system, like, I every time I read a mafia book, I have to Google, like, what the fuck is a don? What is it? Oh, I'll capo. tell you. So you have Don, then Consigliere is his right hand man who gives him like advice. So it's kind of like a vice president to a president. Mm-hmm. Then you have captains, and captains have like teams. And the captains are the ones who bring the money in, but then they have runners like below them, like the oh very. God. It's like an MLM. <laughs> yeah, it is. It actually, genuine. It's a, 
it's a what pyramid the hell? scheme. And so all the money gets filtered up and then more and more goes up to the top. Wow. So the runners down the bottom, they're the ones who like go out and chase for cash and like, because the whole point is like they're protecting neighborhoods or they're doing like, they're stealing shit off the back of trucks, like TVs and stuff. And they're like, you know, selling them on the street or whatever. And then um, the captains are the ones who keep their group in like, hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. So then there's like, and then what about an outfit? What what's an outfit? The outfit is the whole mob. Right. So it's that family. So they've so for example, in um New York there were five families. And so one of them is an outfit. One right. family. And do they like each other? Uh it depends. So they would like so what happened in the seventies is that a couple um like Sammy the Bull was, I can't 100% say, but I'm pretty sure Sammy the Bull and um, what's that chick's name? She's still fucking alive and her dad is a mobster and he's in jail. But there was another one. She was on Real Housewives of New Jersey. Um, bizarre. No, she was on there like as a guest, whatever. But their families would get together. They would like create alliances in different ways. Okay. But then there were like every few years – there had to be a war between them because there would be somebody who got too like hot and heavy and like were getting too greedy and stuff like that. So they would have a war, kill off a lot of people so that it would start from the base again and people couldn't have that grade. So they kept it fair. Wow. So this is one of the largest mafia wars was in the seventies and that's how it ended with the Rico trial. Cause they were just getting killed left, right and center. Oh, so is that where the word Rico operation comes from? Yes, that's how it was created, through Rico. Man. Like, through the trial in the 70s. Because I understand what Rico is, but I didn't know yeah. it originated from one particular crime. This is not porn-related at all. <laughs> yeah, so um, what's his name? Fucking, I don't know who the, was it Giuliano, whatever. Who was the mayor of New York back then? The one that just Giuliani. got arrested with Donald Trump. Rudy Giuliani? Yeah, I think he was in then, right? But he's also a lawyer. So he was, um, They there were these rules beforehand where unless you were guilty of the crime, you could not be um, charged. But now if you, what Rico did was that if you're in association with the crime or if you ordered the hit you could start getting charged like or if you have like knowledge that could lead to like yes the police solving exactly the exactly so like the mob bosses stayed clean because they wouldn't touch anything they wouldn't do anything so they could never get the bosses so rico allowed them to be able to get the bosses and that's why all of them are in jail crazy there we go so if you've ever reading of, a mafia book and you've been yeah. confused a little bit of criminology history there there you go you're welcome we don't I'm have, really good at it. I fucking love mobs. Yeah, we don't I have love mobs it. I think over it's here. wild. We have, we have kind we have of a gangs. Yeah, but they're like not really gangs. Not no. not anymore. No. No. We have like Hell's Angels and shit, but I wouldn't say that it's a mob. Like if no. you want to say mobs here, I would say probably like more of the Asian or the Russian descent, but not Italian. But when I was in Italy last year, it's coming in hot again. Like there were people walking around Naples with like machine guns and shit. Do you think that and, like, um, you knew that they were part of the mob? Mafia romance is 
bringing a resurgence in mob culture? <laughs> no. I would say no. <laughs> I would just say that there are more corrupt cops now than there were for the last few years. No, I like to think that, like, all of these men are, like, seeing that Matthew Romance is back in sound. They're like, well, I could do with a wife. I'll join the mob. I don't know. I don't <laughs> We were talking about not. this. We were talking about this with like Haley Jenner last week about like what if somebody from the mob actually read your books? And what did they say? They were just like, oh, they were talking. They told a story about how like James Gandolfini got a phone call when he was on The Sopranos with somebody calling, being like, "Love the yeah. show," but a don would never wear shorts, and then just hung up. Yeah, and then hung up on him. Yeah. yeah, yes, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Do you know who told that? Oh, have you guys watched The Sopranos? No. Nah. <gasps> Do yourself a favor. I think I do want to watch it. It's like really one of the, it's like one of those it. ones that's like been on the list forever, but it'll be like a big undertaking. It is huge. It's six seasons, but it's like twenty episode per season. Yeah, and, each episode and they're all like an hour long. Hours, and it's like a really yeah. heavy show. Yes and no. I like it's really kind of. I always thought it was kind of like heavy, but like it's HBO, so it's kind of like funny heavy at the same. Yes, time. it is. Like it, it's it is heavy in certain ways, but it's funny how they portray the mob. But the mob was stoked with the way that they were portrayed. Oh, that's good. Like they actually loved it. That's the, funny. the PR agent reached out and was like, "Good stuff, guys." How fucking creepy though, getting that phone call. Well, like gangs yeah. have PR. Like that's yeah. so. Of like, course they have PR. I know, but that's wild to me. Like I remember, like one of my favorite books is Hell's Angels by Hunter S. Thompson, and like oh. when he released that book, Hell's Angels reached out to him and was like, "That's a really rude book. Like that's not what we're like." <laughs> yeah. There's like an there's like an interview clip where like Hunter S. Thompson sat at a radio state uh like a TV station or something like having an interview and just a Hell's Angel like rocks up on his motorcycle like through the building to call him out for his like interpretation of their gang. Yeah, but this is what happened with I don't know if you guys have ever heard the Bra Boys. No. no. Oh, okay. So in Australia, they are actually like semi well known around the world only because of what happened, but the Bra Boys from Maroubra and which is a beach in like the southern part of the eastern suburbs and for a very long time they protected the community because the police were too scared to go into those areas and one of them was convicted for murder even though he was murdering somebody who was at that time actually physically sexually assaulting a woman and he was like well the cops aren't going to do anything so why should I Mm. not stepping kind of yeah. thing but now they all fucking live in bali living their best lives yeah <laughs> and fucking got out of here and just fucked off to bali fair enough i was it is strange how as women we are drawn to like morally gray like yeah inherently violent criminal men yeah i'm not because i grew up around the bra boys and i think that like i appreciate that they took care of everyone but they were also terrifying yeah but i mean like we flock to these books in like masses like how many fucking books exist that are like some mafia this mafia that like mafia priest like mafia princess like mafia i love so it it's always like even like not in the mafia context like even you know you read like a billionaire romance and the billionaire will be like violent and you know like there's like a lot of it's not well, just mafia it just seems like the same sort of like interchangeable male lead yeah, we just, we, guys, we really need to remember that if you're in the mafia, you're likely in the SAS. 
Sorry. <laughs> the book that Betty brought in last time. Oh, of course. Oh, that yeah. oh god. Yeah, undercover mafia agent. I thought you were about to like, I thought you were about to smash into like a big conspiracy thing. <laughs> no, I was gonna be like, oh no. Talking about that stupid fucking book. Surely, like, as romance becomes, like, popular, like, there will be someone in, like, a human psychology or, like, a sociology class that, like, investigates, like, our need to read about, like, morally great men. I want to read that study. I would like the results. I just yeah. want to know what it is. I want to know if there's like something. I think like we already discussed about it, right? Where it's like it's like it's like a safe way to experience things. It's like you yeah. read the book, and it's like a safe way to have those feelings. But I want to know. If there's I like love mobs. I reckon it. I would. I reckon I would genuinely in real life marry a mobster. But I reckon I would like turn him into a shriveling, like scared man. <laughs> so I think he would end up not being a mobster in the end. If that makes sense. See, that is also like one of my favorite tropes, which is like big scary men that's terrified of yeah. his tiny wife. Crumpled yeah. to a tiny woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I'd make him like a little raisin of a man by the end of it. So I don't think I'm actually good <laughs> like, for Nothing better than this concept of like someone who's like inherently evil, just like scared yeah. of their wife. If yeah. I ever see that in a book or a TV show, like they automatically become my favorite characters. Hundo. It is nice. Watch, watch The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. Okay, because Edie Falco is her name, is his wife in this. Yeah. She is not of Italian-American descent. She fucking kills it. She kills it. She's so good with the nails and the nice. hair. And it's like these French tips, which have got like that thick tip at the end. Oh, yeah. Like tacky as shit. And she's like, you want some gabagool? Like, I love this shit. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. And she's like, when she pulls out a machine gun, when somebody looks like they're breaking into the house and she just knows where everything is and people are terrified of her. That's a vibe. That is I know. Vibe. She is a vibe. She's me. There's so, like, many, there's so many, like, like older, not even like that older, but just HBO shows that, like, aren't running anymore that I just, I've been wanting to watch for so long. The Wire? The Wire. I've never seen The Wire. Everybody <gasps> loves The Wire. Oh, my God. It's so, so if you watch The Sopranos, you've got to watch The Wire. Yeah. Like, they're both. And do you know what's insane? Idris Elba. Oh, yeah, that's, like, how we got to start, wasn't it? Like, in America, was from The Wire. Is from The Wire, but yeah. like you know why when you watch it because he is. It's all about um police. It's uh, like informants it and stuff, eh? Yeah, but it's also about um, what's it called when the cops aren't genuine? I don't know. Like when they do dodgy shit, corrupt. Yeah, it's about police corruption as oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. it's fucking hard okay there's so many good shows in the past there's so many good shows coming out in the future like i just no, don't fuck the shows in the future i would like <laughs> you guys just to watch one episode of the sopranos and come back to me yeah we can do that and then one episode of the wire and come back to me but the thing about these shows are is that it does take a while to get into them only because it is so content heavy that's fucking classic hbo though right yeah it's very slow city like very yellowstone yeah haven't watched it yet is it good i watched one episode with it's my old flatmate and it was really okay. good but it was like an hour and 20 minutes long and nothing happened yeah yeah it's i've heard it's amazing but you yeah, need yeah. like time to get into it 
So if yeah. it would be similar then. The Sopranos mm-hmm. is similar. But the storyline also does follow kind of the real kind of mafia story. That's cool. Yeah. I'm in need of a new knitting show. So that maybe that can be my knitting Fantastic. show. Fantastic. No, no, no. It's perfect for it because, like, you can zonk out. But, like, as long as you're listening, then yeah. you're good. Yeah. Yeah, it's so cool. good. I can't wait to hear what you think about it. You will, do you know what? We have such difference in opinions. You guys might actually hate it. I don't but think I, so. But I like love it. I don't death. think we'll hate it. I think we're a lover I think I'll of hate classics. it just because I, I generally like HBO. Like, I don't think yeah, I'll even I just like HBO. anything that HBO has put out. Like when they brought out Girls? Yeah. Love it. Girls is good, but like only to a certain point. Oh, I stopped after I think the third season or yeah. something. Yeah, because then it just becomes Adam like a Driver recycling like... of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's funny. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, if any of the listeners saw our Instagram story, you would have oh realized that we uh, received a couple boxes the box. the other day in the shape of Danny Daniels' ass. Good stuff. Okay, so you guys hadn't opened it yet, and I'd opened it, and mm-hmm. I was waiting to hear from you because Josh opened it in front of me and was pulling shit out, and he said this is the most random shit on the planet. <laughs> like a G-string and then barbecue sauce. Yeah, and we were talking about it, and I was like, it. man, this girl is like, this is like, she's this all is what a business it. should be. She has diversified. Yeah, she's all over it. And he's like, why the fuck is there tea and a T-shirt that says bad boy? I did she know, did you know, know, boy. Boy? I wanted like, like a pocket it? and on it it said wanna fuck underneath the pocket. Yeah, let me show you. Let me fuck. So I've got the G string that says <laughs> remove to fuck. Yeah, yeah we, we got, got those. those. Yeah. Yeah. I've got the bra that says remove to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I've got the t shirt that says naughty boy. Ah, oh, no, we didn't get that one. We got one that's like a black t shirt and then. It has a pocket, and if you pull the pocket down, it just says the words "wanna fuck?" question mark. Oh, <laughs> I would wear that. Like I still wear naughty boy. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Wearing your naughty boy t-shirt is such a naughty boy. Uh, I'm making Josh wear it. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. yeah, he saw it, and I was like, "This is for you, babe." Good coffee. Dave was though. really excited about the coffee. Is the it? Tea. Yeah. Pardon. Dane was excited about the tea. About the tea and the coffee. Yeah. Yeah, Josh was like, fuck, now we've got more coffee. I'm, I don't drink coffee or, like, black tea, so I'm probably the wrong person to drink it. Oh, well, Josh can have it. Yeah. I think it was great. I think because I, I sent amazing. a photo to I'm my... I'm excited for the barbecue sauce and the seasonings. Yeah, I sent yeah. a photo to my parents to be like, look what we received, obviously. And my mum was like, wow, she is a businesswoman. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. I'm excited about this. And they got my size right. Yeah, they got our sizes right as well. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I'm going to put this on and just walk around the house, like walk around public just with the top. Yeah, <laughs> you should. You should. Yeah. You I don't know about walking around in public okay. just in the G-string, but I can try. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they figured out our sizes. Oh, uh, they got my ass size wrong. I love how they think that my ass is that small. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> But my tits, they obviously think there's like fakies in here or some shit. Nice. Yeah. It's impressive. I I would like I've worn the underwear. 
um the other day and it's it's like really good quality underwear and i would i know buy. it's soft. so nice <laughs> the t-shirt the material is like actually genuinely very soft was that it's like it's like cotton bamboo and viscose which is like yeah. great combo I yeah. would invest in more of that underwear. I think it's great. They also have- I want to know who's who is her supplier for this fabric. Ten I want. 10. I want some. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I just want a couple bolts of the fabric. <laughs> Make all oh. of my underwear out of it. It's it is no, very it's good. good. It's breathable. Bamboo is really good for your badge. Yeah, it is. That's so good to know. Yeah. No, it's true. I didn't know. No. You didn't. No. No, bamboo and cotton are best for your badge. Anything natural, any natural fibers are good for you. Any artificial fibers are gonna like increase your chances of getting like fucking heaps of shit. No. Yeah. Your vagina needs to breathe. It needs an oxygen supply. It needs to breathe. (laughs) But yeah, thank you very much, Danny Daniels. Yeah, thanks, Danny Daniels. We're excited to have you on the podcast soon. Yeah, and we'll yeah, yeah, we'll talk when we need to like review all of the um like coffees, teas and spices and everything, and then when she comes on, then we can talk about how good they were. Yeah, exactly. I think I'm gonna use the Cajun seasoning tonight. I reckon I'm just gonna wear the bra during the interview. Oh yeah, you should. No, I don't know if I will. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'm gonna think about it. You can wear the t shirt. Yeah, I wear Naughty Boy. Yeah, we'll yeah, just sure. all wear our merch, our t-shirts. It would, yeah. show, it would just look real weird. Like I <laughs> No way. It'll be so funny. What do you mean? I am, like, her number one fan now. Like, you, like, I am now, yeah. They're just, they're I mean, if me and Betty were talking about this, about how, like, because this, this is, like, the first time we've received what is, like, a classic PR package. And oh, then, yeah. then I was talking to Betty, and I was like, man, I just kind of, like, forgot that every free book we've ever received counts as PR. Like, that is PR. Like, I just didn't count it. But this isn't... You need to understand this is the other thing. A lot of the time, you guys don't know, but we receive the books before they're even edited and shit. Yeah. A lot of the time. So that's on another level of PR. Like I have noticed that, like, we've had a few, like, like, proofreading copies. We get proofreading copies so that we can talk about the book. So we actually read the book before anyone else reads the book. Wild. I know. So we have, like, first dibs on it. And yet we're just like, I'm just now like thinking about all the times that we've read a proofread copy and then we've come onto the podcast and we're like, oh my God, so many No, no, no. I tell you if it's proofread. (laughs) No, No, I've told you if it's not edited. Yeah. I've given you a heads up. I would never do that to anyone. It's like so weird. Like I feel like I had like a mini existential crisis when we received this box. So that was like, Jesus Christ. Um, I know it's a bit weird, isn't it? But it's like it's a box. Betty suggested that I should keep my yarn in it, and I put my yarn in it. Great box for yarn. <laughs> Do you want me to send you mine? <laughs> what? Do you want me to send you mine? Because I just have an ass sitting in my lounge room. Put your I yarn don't in have it. that much yarn. This is a fat ass. This is a big box. It's a big boy. Josh is like, should I put a hole in it? <laughs> God. <laughs> We laughed so much. My housemate was here as well. And they were both joking about it because it's just, they're like, who the fuck sends an ass? And I'm like the best person on the planet. Put your shit, store some shit in it. Yeah. Good storage box. I feel like it's not like, I love it. It's beautiful, but it does not fit in with my minimalist lifestyle. See, it definitely fits into our home. Yeah. I know it fits into I was your, talking like, about I was, I was like I was like, that. wow, it's so it's so versatile. It's such nice neutral colours. I could put it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's got your name written all the fuck over it. Yeah. What am I gonna do with an ass? 
I have nothing. I have nothing to put in there. Um, yeah, you don't own anything. You don't, I don't you own nothing anything. I bought bedside tables. I wished Betty and G a happy new year. And I texted them. I said, happy new year. By the way, I bought bedside tables. Yeah. It was such a big fucking deal that I had something else in my bedroom that I had to let them know. There'll be I nothing sh- inside the bedside table. There is. There's my prescription for my pill. <laughs> nice. nice. That's, <laughs> great. That's it. I just like, I don't understand it. Like our house is so eclectic. Our house is like a flea market. Yeah. It makes me slightly unwell. None of our cups, none of our cutlery, our bowls and our plates, like none of that match. No. We are also chronic breakers. Like we break plates, cups, bowls, all the time. How? How old are you? We just (laughs) do. We just the do. They're like, we, we, I don't know, we put them in the dishwasher, they break in the dishwasher. I don't know how much broken Then you're not putting it in right. Yeah. But we just keep on doing it. Yeah, because all of our stuff is like, it's like a collection over the years of the people that we've lived with and the, yeah. the, the things that we've and then you got like And then you got like the Sadies of the universe who sweep through the house knocking everything over. We don't have metric less, less shit. Knock over less shit. You realize that, right? What? If you had less shit, she wouldn't have as much shit to knock over. Yeah. 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 But facts. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like it's on brand for like people that have a lot of stuff to have like a huge dog that's the in. <laughs> it is very on brand. And we live in a very big house. Yeah. We just have a lot of shit. I have a tiny apartment. I know you in do. In May, I'm trying to fit ten people in this apartment. Josh and I had to get a hotel. And we've got people sleeping in the kitchen. <laughs> three fireplaces. Yeah. Oh. Can we stop for one sec? I'm so sorry. I've gotten three phone calls from the same person. I think something's wrong. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, I'm just recording. Is everything okay? Yeah, sorry. I'm just recording. Is everything okay? Can I call you back in 10? Is that all right? Okay, cool. All right. Bye. I'm really struggling with this person right now in my life. Who is it? Is it one of your friends? No, it's my sister-in-law. Alrighty, back to it. Soz, just had to take a quick phone call. Don't say shit like that because I edited it out anyway. Yeah, but I'm a VIP, bro. Who are you warning? It's not going to be in the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who are we talking to next week? Opal. No. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not Opal. It's What's the it? No. Is it? Oh, I pull up Google Calendar. Melanie Harlow. There oh, you go. That's you, I Ola. didn't realise, but that's really exciting. I'm excited about it, but I thought we were talking to Opal first, so I haven't prepared my week. No, Melanie yeah. first. Get reading. Okay, um, cool. What are we reading? For Melanie. Her books. Yeah. Her books. I don't okay. know, Ollie, you're the one doing it. I know what you would pick the book. Okay. I didn't know. Does she have a book coming out? You talked to them. I did talk to her. I don't think she mentioned anything, though. Maybe let's ask. We'll figure it out. I'll flick her an email. Yeah, sounds good. Maybe oh my let's God. redo that whole part. Yeah. That's my fault, sorry. All right, guys, next week we have Melanie Harlow joining us, which is very exciting. Um, and then it's my way. And then I'm pretty sure we're so doing like to to me again. 
I'm pretty sure doing... after that we're doing Unhinged, so everybody get excited for that as well. What's Please Unhinged? Please do not book. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's a novella. It's just another I know, novel. and I'm going to rate it fairly because I know I'm going into it thinking it's a stupid fucking book. So if it's worth five for a stupid book, I'm going to give it a five. Also, I would like to point out that we've received feedback from the fans and everybody says that you have to read the Ravenhood series. Oh. No, we did not. Yeah. Where? Where did we receive this feedback? Uh, the comments on the reel was were people saying that you should read you should read the book. I need to find this because that is not okay. And if, <laughs> I I agreed to read the first five chapters, but I'm still fucking pissed that it that it was um, an agreement that we made when we started the podcast that I would never <laughs> have to read Ravenhood. And I feel like everyone's just fucking backing up on me now, and I'm not happy. Just saying, just saying. I'm well, you happy. shouldn't have behaved so dramatically. You've enticed people. Let them be enticed. I gotta if... go. I have a life to live now, and Ravenhood not to read. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye, guys. Yeah. See you next week. Goodbye. Love you. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to Girls Who Read Porn. Follow us at Girls Who Read Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And for all business inquiries, please send us an email on girlswhoreadporn at gmail.com. Art created by Jessica Wanny and music made by Dane Forgy Stevens. See you next week and stay smutty, team.